as we cover many an insane movie and numerous cult TV phenomenons. Are you ready to get jacked up? Are you with us? Then listen on. Peter Graves. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? We are talking about the best and the worst. And maybe perhaps even the so bad it's good if there's such a thing for Mexican food that we have involved ourselves in over time. Various chains, a few local ones we'll mention, but yeah. <laughs> You sound, you say so bad it's good. It sounds like you're person. Oh, that, that's how I heart. describe blue cheese. Is like it's not a good food, and yet it's kind of entertaining to eat. I don't know why. Entertaining <laughs> to eat. Well, it does have a certain foot quality to it, but I like it with wings. So you know, it's just, <laughs> everything's got a place. But uh, <laughs> so, uh, so Mexican chain restaurants see. See, here's the thing, and I don't want to just start right off into snob territory, which is what this is going to sound like, and I can't avoid it. But um, living in California, um, the the idea of a chain Mexican restaurant, you know, going against all of the taquerias around here is, you know, would be kind of a stretch. So, but I'm going to go, I'm going to dig deep through my childhood and uh, deep and find and, and, and various road trips and other times I've you know, taken my gastrointestinal tract out and, and put it at rest. <laughs> <laughs> There's no getting past that one. Jesus. No. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Um, I got a few listed here. Um, so, did it all start with Taco Bell? <laughs> I, I, I don't know, but it, it might end at Taco Bell. It I mean, might end at Taco us. Bell. Okay, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I avoided it for the longest time, and every time I basically have eaten there, it has just fucked with me, and I, 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 I heeded the warnings early on. I did not stress my stomach out to that one. My, mm. I, I, I value my gut way too much, so... I think everything about Taco Bell is really the quantity of the, the sauce that you put onto whatever 
made of Mexican It's definitely food the sauce, but fuck, mm-hmm. I don't even think that those beans or cheese are even real. There's something in them. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, I think I mentioned you know, when we were discussing our other food stuffs that Taco Bell is, uh, yeah, it's, the beef is sort of beef-flavored soy protein, so... I don't know if that's bad or good. But oh, it's, it's bad if it's soy. <laughs> <laughs> but oh. I mean, I remember growing up and everybody having their own sort of like there was even lore that surrounded it. Like there's a guy, the guy who brings in that nasty bucket with a mop in it. That's where they get this food. And, you know, I mean, it's, this is the sort of thing that you do when you're 16. It's or definitely does not give you a good feeling about just walking in there and seeing the mm-hmm. mop. Well, there's also the other aspect, and this is, this is kind of just a personal rule. It's like you, you generally don't want your food made by a 16-year-old. I mean, this is just sort of a, a kind of a – you make your own choices, but – It's a reasonable uh, nitpick. <laughs> you know, Taco Bell likes to like – to, like to Everyone's got to you know? find out how to cook somewhere, but there are, it does make you wonder. It's like who is hired because they can do the work versus they're actually really good at cooking. Well, I, I would say that probably the further, not the latter. But Taco Bell, I think maybe like if you listed under you know it, the, a statistical analysis of random polls that it might be people, the most people's first job. Oh yeah, and I take it you go to Chipotle a lot. I have never been. But Chipotle, well, there is there is my a brother's Chipotle been numerous here. times. I'm like, you better be careful. You're gonna fuck with that. Your I don't. That place actually, to be perfectly honest. In spite of its expense and its all of its froofiness, as uh, I, I, I basically I think I'm batting like nine out of ten for um, you know after effects of various degrees. Um, so like you know eating it during a work day not recommended. No. And see, <laughs> I saw when I saw the reports of people who were going there just like day in and day out. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> How do you do it? I mean, first of all, those things like. They've got to be like, you know, 2,200 calories just in one of those burrito heads. Uh, yeah, it's all free meals of the day. So if you're going there every day, you yeah, will definitely have some. I mean, even, even the Whopper, I think, has to has to bow down to one of those <laughs> one of those things they call burritos, which they put freaking everything in. There's a lot of sour cream. I think it's the sour cream, honestly. I mean, they put so much sour cream in those things. Have you seen? I mean, that's... Uh... Yeah, I mean, and I always avoid that shit, but I see yeah. so many people like, oh, they, that's not a taco if I don't have it on it with my steak and all that. I'm like, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> and if you'd like, if you watch, if you don't watch them making it, then you know you're taking you're taking big risks because you gotta you gotta watch them like eagles because they'll you know mm-hmm. they, they will throw that down and throw yeah. it down. <laughs> I was doing some research on went to Wikipedia's fast food Mexican restaurants category and I was like mm-hmm. I have never heard of two pesos taco time rusty taco or even pup and taco it's like I don't get I definitely don't get those in my area. <laughs> Del Taco, <laughs> vaguely hear, heard of, but uh, <laughs> Del Taco is, I always thought Del Taco was the sort of um, upscale Taco Bell. I thought they were the same company, but um, maybe, maybe that's <laughs> just, yeah, I, I, I honestly, I'd have to, I'm, I'm sitting here Googling it now, trying to sound smart, but I, I generally do not know. Uh, but yeah, I, I recall that because I know a lot of Taco Bells out here 
Um, like you know, I've definitely seen a Tito's, but it's always mm-hmm. out just like a uh, a Tito's taco. It's just always out in the middle of nowhere. Like this way. Yeah, they. But um, yeah, I don't know if Tito's, but there's another thing too, and I don't know, like you know, there's a whole, you know, there's the whole like, okay, here we have Tex-Mex, you got actually like legit, you know, quasi legit Mexican, you have uh, fast Texas, food Mexican, so, yeah. <laughs> and then you also have this thing, and I don't know if you've experienced this, okay, so down in SoCal they have burritos, and for some mm-hmm. reason they put French fries in them, and. I don't know if you've had any of those before, but I have not it, seen those, but I'm tempted. I mean, it's uh, it, it, I'm not I, I'm still um, I'm still out on that because frankly, it just feels like filler, especially when you're eating a burrito. And uh, also, they use crinkle cut fries specifically, which uh-huh. is yeah, it's like kind of strange. But um, yeah, and and another thing, if you if, if, how you know, there's a sort of, you know, local pride, kind of not quite as uh, as stalwart as uh, barbecue, but like Tex-Mex, people who love Tex-Mex, they love their Tex-Mex, and that's that's like legit when, you know, it's Tex-Mex. When done so, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you have, but um, it seems like, for me, I don't know you, like, I, I, steer, I steer pretty clear of the, you know, the... Um, you know, 17 tacos for a dollar type of places, but there are, <laughs> there are the whole, there's a whole range of, uh, you know, um, I guess you'd say, you know, TGI Fridays versions, but Mexican, you know what I'm saying? Like the Chili's yeah. experience. The Chili's Chevy's. is definitely the one that is bastardized for us all. Um, oh, yes. You can definitely get plenty of stuff at TGI Fridays and yeah. And then, of course, I mean, I don't know if you for some reason they've gone away, but their Chevy's, which I thought was superior to Chili's, but um, because their I mean, their guac was strangely good and probably not for good reasons, but uh, <laughs> it's not really guacamole. <laughs> but but, uh, but that's a whole thing, like you know the because you're like first of all, I don't know, this is not to do too much, not to digress too far, but um, so those places. Well, first, a little history. Okay, did you know that Happy Birthday was heavily licensed for royalties? So that yes. restaurants that sang that. So People you can't removing it from YouTube. It was fucking absurd. Yeah. Well, the most the funniest part of that whole thing, which is legit, I think that's now finally reached its its end. So you don't have to you know have to pay royalties. The copyright for finally birthday. ran out. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> for ten years it, it terrorized video uploaders. <laughs> what is so funny about it is that not the fact that it's true so much as how heavily it was enforced. Um, yeah. And people were paying. It's like, look at it. It's the happy birthday song. <laughs> and it's, it's 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 yeah. It's grim. It's a it's a it's a bad. There's a, there's a whole mess of subtext, which we don't have time for, I suppose. But the part that I wanted to touch upon is that the Mexican restaurants, because they somehow get associated with the place you go with, you know, you take a coworker out to for their birthday who you don't necessarily know all that well. And you always inadvertently get waiters to sing their own sort of corporate version of Mexican happy birthday. I don't know if you've experienced mm-hmm. this before and it's always bad and it's always sort of, 
yeah, it's um, they somehow make a birthday song that's even more cloying than happy birthday. And if there's one thing I remember about those restaurants, it is that. And there's usually a sombrero involved that's probably been worn by a hundred different people before you. And uh, <laughs> yes, so yeah, I. Um, <laughs> but I mean, you know, Chili's is as it is, as you said, it is a. Um, is kind of the uh, corporate amalgam of all sort of sit-down Mexican food, but yeah, it's just so Chili's isn't so bad. I, I I will I will I will defend it slightly because they have, mainly because of their chips. Are I'll so take good. it. It wouldn't make my top ten, but I mean, that's me over any okay. other variety restaurant. Like say, uh, oh, what's it called? Um, Olive Garden, yeah. <laughs> Olive Garden, yes. I mean, because you have all the like, kidneys. Because you know, they don't have all you can eat breadsticks, so you know, fuck that. <laughs> Their salads are pretty bland, and when you can't get a salad right, then what's the point? <laughs> uh, the, um, the the I was just thinking of um, uh, the the whole like thing of uh, like like okay so. I was just going to make that segue to like Mexican food that isn't Mexican food that everybody insists is Mexican food, like the chimichanga. I mean, yeah, debatable stuff. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's, you know, it's like kind of the embodiment of, you know, not to get preachy, but there is a, you know, certainly a a tradition of, of, of American food sort of um, bastardizing foods from uh, other countries like Chinese food specifically being the earliest and most famous. Um, but the chimichanga I think was the, it's gotta be one of the early entries of like, Americanizing Mexican food. And, and what's more American than taking a burrito and deep frying it. I mean, <laughs> and I have to admit they are kind of delicious, but, man. <laughs> <laughs> but then the, the Taco Bell took that to a whole new level with the sort of, you know, we have a we have a taco. First, we took a taco, and then we filled it with a gordita, and then we took it with pico de gallo, and then covered it in melted Mexican cheese, and then put you know, I don't know. And you can't get enough of that. Then you haven't tested it all. I mean, it, it really is kind of like an SNL skit. I mean, what they're what they're doing there, and uh, <laughs> and you know the the made up Mex- lady handing this all out to you. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the, and the sort of the, the quasi-Spanish-sounding words for things that... Oh, um, God. It's a, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's a, it's a marketing department. It, it's, you know, it's what happens when you have food that's designed by people who, who write copy. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, uh, and it seems like, I don't know, if they're not doing all these variety dishes or doing the whole, we swear, it's as Texan as Tex-Mex can get, or it's as... Your Mex- it's more Mexican than your Mexican restaurant, you know, and they'll, they'll just sneak in some other stuff to where it's just like, yeah, no, this is just Golden Corral with a few tacos and, you know, serve your own burritos, you know, it's like, it's, it's still got the same well, shit that all these other, you know, buffet places have with, you know, cheese bread and, you know, uh, well, cupcakes. I, <laughs> I suppose that is the distinguishing mark between like those different of, of those types of Mexican restaurants. They're also the just will just do just derivative names. Is like that anyone could use. Like I see Amigos is a restaurant chain. I guarantee you, I've seen different ones with different logos and signs. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like um, yeah, anything that's very three Amigo related. Related, yes, that's that's that is kind of. And the, it's really 
it, it just feels half the time like they're just getting all the same ingredients from the same distributors. Like Taco Delight is pretty good, but it's really not all that big a chain. It's spelled with like mm. a D E L I T E, mm. and it's like I guarantee you, it's like you. It's the same material you're gonna get whether it's at a, you know, low rent knockoff of Denny's or a Fuzzy's Tacos. But, you know, Fuzzies, I don't know. They just have a bigger menu well, so and better prices, so I go there a lot. But I used to, at least. So. I mean, the, the, the taco that still sort of defies all logic is the Jack in the Box taco with the half, the, the triangle of I'm so American glad you brought that it. up. That they, I don't know how they do what they do. Uh, Brahms has some pretty good breakfast tacos, but, I mean, Jack in the Box has pretty much been trying to rival, I mean, Again, Burger King and Wendy's were kind of just, again, in this feud with McDonald's. But, yeah, Jack in the Box has kind of figured out just the casual yet very kick-ass, yeah, burrito in the morning. And uh, even just, uh, you know, the midnight servings. There's always one well, open past four in the morning. So, like, like, Like Carl's, they seem to know how to target exactly what you want at two in the morning, three in the morning after you've drink a lot i, I think that's part of, their sh- part of their shtick i think it's just really more like alcohol absorption quantity but uh yeah because <laughs> I, I mean when, i mean let's let's face it i mean comfort I, I don't, regardless of how it how it tastes you're looking at a taco with a triangle of american cheese sticking out of it and right then and there you're like something is not right <laughs> but, right. but it's um you know it's it's, it's not bad it's take it's, your poison I, um, have you ever been to Moe's Southwest Grill? I don't, I don't even see. I don't know these places. I, I've um, never been here, but apparently it used to have the fast casual Mexican restaurant of the year in 2016 pat, uh, kicking Chipotle's ass. So no that's kidding. wild. I've heard of huh. Juan Pollo. I've heard in uh, Pollo de Loco, you know, the crazy chicken, which is a mm. newer one I've seen open up. Um Zombrero in rare occasions, uh, but uh, I guess I'll go with a better known one. Uh, so, uh, how about Taco Bueno and Taco uh, Taco Guano? Well, I hope that doesn't exist. Ta- Taco Cabana. Taco Cabana. Okay. No. Okay. And Taco Bell. Uh, not no. Bueno. 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 Taco Bueno and Taco Cabana. Um, so, Bueno, I haven't really been at all that much, but it was kind of a lighter. I felt uh, Taco Bell, but I guess the best part about it is it didn't make me feel constipated. <laughs> Usually it's the opposite, but hey, who am I judging? There's um, the, here we have like so in Cali. I mean, the, the like the legit places here. I, mean, I don't know. Have you ever heard of El Torito? I have not. That's a that's a West Coast thing. But the West Coast, baby. (laughs) I know we're here like, yeah, we got this sort of, you know, this continental divide going on. But El Torito is actually pretty legit. Like as far as, you know, what a burrito kind of, I guess, I guess ought to be. Um, But (laughs) um, pretty, I mean, they're good. They're, they're, I mean, as far as a chain goes, I mean, enough that I didn't know there was a chain until much later. But... um, (laughs) But they would the the key being is that um, for one thing you go in and um, the, the menu is in Spanish, which yeah, is a, you know, you it's, go. a good, it's a good start you know, mm-hmm. um, but and they have 
you know, the, the proper varieties, like, you know, you have like, um, Chili Verde, you have, you know, um, Pollo Asada, Carne Asada, you know, like actually traditional Mexican food, as you say, even, I think they even have lingua, which I don't recommend, but um, I don't like food that, you know, tastes you back, but, um, yeah, lingua's tongue, by the way, I didn't get the reference, but, um, but they have, it's, it's pretty legit, like, you know, it's very, it's about as close as to like a taqueria you're going to, you're going to see just in a, um, in that context, but, but the one that I'm trying to find, remember the name of the, 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 the chain down in the South that has the freaking French fries because it was strange because it also had the sort of the, has the decor of, a of, um, like a wiener schnitzels or whatever those place called, or I'm not oh talking about God. You know what I mean? With the with the tables with the chairs attached to them and all that business and that sort of brown Jeez. and white. Yeah, it's kind of kind of kind of a thing. But first experience that in Oceanside, California, and I'm like, what the it, what is this and, and why? Why why does it exist? <laughs> why are you doing this to me? But um Cabana but was the, pretty good at being casual and just allowing one to kind of just customize their tacos, although their staff was just so not very good at, like, organizing their computers and so forth. I think, is that, is that a... Uh, you can do like a drive through you could do mm -hmm. a dine-in, but it was in, and very annoying because basically I would uh, go so far in advance and... It just got very annoying having to see, uh, you know, it's like, well, the whole point of me ordering online is I can come here and pick it up. So I guess it depends on the one you go to. <laughs> mm -hmm. But yeah, very salty, very cool, very, uh, I mean, you can do, it's basically Subway for tacos. You can do bean and bacon, <laughs> which I totally recommend. <laughs> uh, bacon on a taco. Okay, I mean, you know, I, I it's bacon. I must try it because it's bacon. But bacon. Um, um, Taco Diner was another one that I don't think is that big a chain. Uh, and uh, I, I guarantee you, you could definitely get some, probably some tacos or Tex-Mex at like maybe a BJ's Brewhouse or Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> Just yeah, maybe one of I mean, these barbecue places. I mean, I, I have to admit, like, I, I um, early in life, I, I, I would, um, without any, you know, without any compunction, make the, you know, the old El Paso taco mix with the, like, you know, you grab in the ground beef. And I mean, it's basically like just a notch above Taco Bell in your own home, <laughs> but you're using real meat. But it's like, yeah, the little, that little flavor packet that's pretty much all salt, salt and MSG. Um, but, but that's, a, that seems to be a basis for a whole like type of tacos. I mean, cause you, I don't know if you, uh, I don't know what kind of, what kind of cafeteria food when you were a kid had, but like when it was taco day, you know, that's what you got. And got to admit, man, that was the best day. But anyway, I digress once again, <laughs> <laughs> but we still, we, we clearly have a, a, um, taco chain cultural divide here being between texas and california as is there always is the cultural divide between texas there must and be a bit slapping more yep mm -hmm. but here we have pig taco which isn't at all suggestive 
all good. Um, <laughs> the Cohen pink take taco came out. It was very, it was, the, the suggestion was very risque because, you know, if you're going to have a taco store, you got to make a pink taco because, you know, we're perverts. So, yeah. <laughs> perverts. And, um, there's then, of course, there's East Coast tacos, like Surf Taco. Surf Taco. From Jersey. Is there any Christina's in your area? Looks like um, beginning. I don't think I know Christina's. I only know, all I know is Christides, but that's like the same thing. Christides. You don't know Christides? It's like the, it was like the... It was like the uh, convenience store that actually had their own. The convenience food. store. <laughs> was it, no, it literally was like a convenience store, kind of in the era of early Seven Eleven days, that had their own like food thing. And amongst Mexican food was amongst all of their other various things that probably ought not to be eaten. Um, uh, yes, like uh, various various food pies, like beef pies and other, yeah, like well, But the, yeah, Chris Judy's. I don't think they're around anymore. <laughs> for the for their for their best, but um, but yeah, the surf taco is weird because it's East Coast. It's decidedly East Coast with pride, and it's from New Jersey. And I don't know what's going on with that because it's kind of not really tacos. Not, it's just it's, it's not really a taco. Well, they put stuff in there. I think I'm pretty sure they have a cheesesteak taco, which is odd. Um, and yeah, you know, because it's, you know, it sounds like this has been very perplexing to you. Like, it's just, yeah, like, I, I, <laughs> it's like, I, you got for it to be talking. even exist, you're like, this exists, yeah, because I mean, okay, to be as I said before, like, I, to be fair, I, your, I think your knowledge of the, uh, you know the the fast food you know bag o tacos and burritos or what have you is just um like i remember from see i grew up east coast so you know east coast baby totally totally culture shock if we're talking about pizza there would be a whole thing but like um you know getting getting taco bell because it's like you literally just empty your ashtray and get as much of those cheap ass food that you can from whatever you can you know, get pulled without how many pennies you can pull together. But, um, you know, and that, that's kind of, that's my memory of, of chain tacos, you know, chain, chain, uh, Mexican restaurants. And it was not until I came out here to SF where they had uh, taquerias and so there's not much, you know, Taco Bell as a place, but it's, you know, it's downtown and kind of, you know, not amongst like the mission. It's, you know, because a, a taco, a Taco Bell wouldn't be able to compete there. But then again, down in down in town, you have like Chipotle and all the other like famous change, like 365. Maybe they don't have that out there, but that's that's the really free free ones that have things like the um, the the chicken Caesar taco a burrito, which I don't know what that's all about. But this is California. <laughs> this is what happens to California. You just make food that that just isn't what it is. The fusion. The, it's in the front, kind of like their pizza, but that's a whole. That's that's for a whole other day. 
pizza. Oh. Some pizza. Um, uh, but but you do a lot of Roses Cafe by any chance? I am just I'm useless right here. No, that's all good. Um, so I think oh, I wait, like we were, because of roses, yeah. Um, we we have some cousins who basically you know they do they order delivery from them and pretty much just mm-hmm. like Cabano, you can just do just the multiple packs if you just want to do that and feed a party. But mm-hmm. they are pretty good about again just doing a mixture of the typical ingredients and really I mean their uh, egg burritos in the morning are really delightful. Um, and mm-hmm. choosing your dish, how big you want it, as well as just the, if you dine inside there, you can keep going to the salad bar and ice cream vendor as long as you want to. So I think that's a cool, nice add on, but I mean, they do have very delicious cakes, especially the, uh, red velvet ones. And it's, just, it's, it's both a party place and just a pretty diverse event place for those trying to feed a crowd. So. Yeah. The um, I mean, <clears throat> if I was to be fair, I would probably just like jump right to the breakfast burrito because that I think if you're gonna if you're gonna just make something that it is what it isn't, I think the breakfast burrito is probably the best best offshoot of Mexican not Mexican food because you can kind of do anything with it and. You could do it's anything. something you could you could eat it on the train, and that's that's a good one. Mm-hmm. True that, man. True that. And and that's one of the, also one of the things that you'll find, like the mass, um, you know, the the big fast food companies try to do, and it never is that never ends well. <laughs> and actually to tell you the truth taco bell's probably best spot best thing they do is breakfast burritos i know that probably sounds blasphemous to somebody but i i do i i, I will i will eat the breakfast burritos without shame because i think it might be the bacon but the baconator <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, are there any Marianos in your area? I I know there was a husband and wife team that split up both the Dallas and Fort Worth ones. <laughs> yeah, and because like I said, there's just uh, um, the, the the most of the Tex-Mex stuff just hasn't made it over the Rocky Mountains. It is um, they do yeah, like the Tex. What you get at say especially a breakfast place like Denny's or IHOP is not going to be a Tex-Mex equivalent of a taco or a breakfast burrito. Mm. Um, I definitely, Oh, Torchy's tacos is another one I've seen take off kind of, they're pretty spicy and casual. Mm-hmm. But, uh, how about, uh, well, I'm just going to go ahead and roast it on the border. I think it's probably still to, to this day, just one of the most blandest, <laughs> taco mm-hmm. places I have ever been because there's just no thought put into any of the steak or uh, salsa and chips <laughs> well it's kind of like um, it has that distinction of trying to be a, a uh, you know a sit down party you know Mexican place yeah but I mean Abuelos has it pretty figured out and but they, yeah, they're, they're definitely B squad, no, no question. And they, turn, <laughs> they kind of, uh, they kind of lean a little heavy on deep frying stuff. I, I, I oh, it's yeah. totally deep fried. 
I mean, you, you don't go there. Um, if your cholesterol's already fucked up. <laughs> yeah, no, no question. But it's just, um, it's like I mentioned, the chimichanga seems to be like the, that's always the the indulgence. But this place is just basically all chimichanga all the time, in whatever they're making. All chimichangas. And but in their de- in their defense, um, like there's a few places that do this, and this is kind of one of my pet peeves, and uh, like places like Chili's thing about nachos and nachos and the lie attendant there too so okay so when you go to like <laughs> Phillies or basically any i mean actually you know a lot of sports bars do the same thing but it's like a um a pile of chips and then some you know uh chili on top with you know what what have you maybe sliced jalapenos but you know if, if you look at it and think about it in terms of surface area this is the way you get the minimal amount of topping on the maximum amount of chips and this to me i think is a is a you know who are they fooling um i I think when you when you one thing you can tell when you get to a restaurant when you actually ask for nachos and it's on a platter (laughs) and they actually put the you know it's actually laid out you actually have your toppings or whatever they may be that is proper but that is rare and extremely rare and as uh, as much as you can, we we you know may roll on on the border. At least their their nachos are proper, so they got that going for themselves. But like that's one of the things about chili is that makes me like, yeah it's it, it's just so if somebody orders nachos and I'm just at the table and there's always like somebody's gonna order nachos at a party of eight or more. I'm just like why why are you gonna pay ten dollars for that? It's a, it's a lie. It's, it's just, it just, I'm just saying this is a public service announcement to anybody who's out there listening. It's a lie. But um, I think that if you're going to get, um, if you're going to go full on like arterial sclerosis, um, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I, I, are you familiar with El Torito? Um, not El Torito. Um, oh, gosh. Uh, I shouldn't have brought it up because now I can't remember the name of the place. Um, <laughs> Where's the location? Um, it's all, they're all over the place. They're all over the country. Um, right. It's not El Torito. They just talked about El Torito. Um, but it's very much there. Every single one of them have that same sort of – it looks like a La Quinta, but it's a restaurant. And um, – yeah, I've had the whole Adobe thing, and again, um, they actually one of the other places that actually has proper nachos, and another place where they have their own birthday song. Uh, and uh, you know, just take your leave, what you can get. Um, but let's see what else we got. We got um, you said you had Tito's. With Tito's? Uh, yeah, I brought it up. I just saw that was listed mm. there. I, if I if I've seen it, it was very, very much from afar. I did not go in. Um, I'd like to. Mm-hmm. I had um, see, I made the first mistake by thinking that it's something to do with the vodka, which it does not. Um, you know, I don't know if the uh, but they um, they have really good enchiladas. It's just like, you know, you got the, 
you have this sort of beany sort of tortilla-y stuff just sort of floating around in that enchilada sauce and it's just right now making me hungry thinking about it I, and yeah the timing of the timing of this is always around supper time for me so yeah talking about food it's just just tough oh yeah baby <laughs> but yeah, I'm trying to think of other ones out here that you might know down there um, in Texas. Well, I mean, if you think about it, even the customize your own place like McAllister's Deli or uh, Schlotsky's can basically, I'm sure you could put it together a taco dish if you wanted to, but I'm not mm. sure. I'd have to go there more well, often. Yeah, there's a whole, I mean, there's a whole subsection of, of of Mexican related foods that, that show up at sports bars. I mean, that's, you know, that's a given nice one to go back to the nachos, Ooh, but what about free birds? Free birds. I'm yeah. so sorry. I don't, none of this, none of this. Oh, good. It's, I've never been, but it's apparently pretty much like twin peaks and Hooters. So. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's sounds Texas style. Um, but like, I mean, any place that, actually serves you know meat in its actually original form not in some sort of ground or amalgam format i mean that's that you're you're, you're already talking about you know it's, it's the, as a better choice because <laughs> you know that that sort of ground up stuff i am um i mean that's that is kind of the uh, the allure of a place like chipotle but you know do you realize that everything else that goes on there but i just wish i could remember um because there is you know and 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 let's face it with every you know successful chain of mexican restaurants there are the there are the knockoffs and yeah this like um, like chilies and chevys plenty of other examples of uh b-squad talking places B-squad. <laughs> for sure, for sure. But you have, I mean, I actually don't even know this. This is something I was curious about. Is, um, has chain taco restaurants become and food trucks finally merged yet I, I, i've always wondered that uh they're pretty common i i, I definitely are still people who's like that is their bread and their butter is like do a giant ass uh you know street taco mm-hmm. but I, but i'm wondering if there's the, been the chain i mean obviously everybody's got their their their, their food trucks but the you know whether or not there's any head they, they've got it into the the chain because i mean there we we you know the taco truck is always this kind of part of life especially if you work in construction oh yeah but i was um, like you need one of those it was like for the longest time i was guarding this one private uh factory and i would just always try and make it a habit of just going to the nearby uh home depot and not home depot uh oh you know just one of those other no, i got you 
no, 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 uh, absolutely. Uh, one of those other places and getting just a hot dog. <laughs> it's like, damn, that's damn good stuff. But uh, but they have some of the best, actually, some of the best taco trucks seem to go around um, either building supply stores. Home Depot, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like they'll, I mean, they'll have plenty of yeah, eh, hardware working environments. Is like that's all you need right now. Just go outside. That's your lunch. <laughs> Maybe your dinner. And uh, yeah, and and it's like cheap and good, you know. And 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 I would say closest to um, like you know, actually legit Mexican food, as opposed to like the Taco Bell, you know, with the Cool Ranch flavor shell. You remember that when they did the Doritos thing? I don't know if they still do that, but I, wow. I mean, it even pops up in some of their ads, so I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> it's that, that to me right there is kind of like a, it's like this, the proverbial slap in the face <laughs> to Mexican food. But yeah, I'm, I, it, and I first saw those ads, they cracked me up because, you know, in itself, Doritos are the, like, you know, they're the, the ultimate in sort of, processed food chip snacks because they're covered in that Dorito dust, which, you know, what is that? Um, but to make that into a taco, which is already of questionable contents, I mean, mm-hmm. you might as well spit, spread easy cheese on it because, you know, right, there ain't nothing natural going on in there. And, um, and they're, uh, the, and they did, yeah, they did the Volcano Taco. That was the, the like, the super hot, spicy Dorito thing with the dust. Um, I think those might have been discontinued due to, uh, and again, to one of the many foods that brought gastronomical distress. But, uh, oh, boy. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, you got to take chances. You got to take chances. Way, you know. Can't have it any other way. <laughs> mm-hmm. The, um, I mean, it is they're you know they 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 have to admit one thing about Taco Bell is that they'll they will come up with something bizarre as you know and something and it's always something involving beans, tortillas, cheese, always, always and the mystery beans. and mystery meat and mystery. Um, and it, it it's amazing. I mean, you gotta hand it to them how many various different concoctions you can make with these very simple ingredients i mean i mean ostensibly simple i excuse me because god you know we really have to as we there is no idea we, there is no mention or understanding of what those beans that bean stuff's made out of because i have no idea but it doesn't taste like beans <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so like and I'm and amazingly every year there's a new ad campaign for the something something in a something something something. Usually a hard taco in a soft taco and a hard taco with various layers of cheese. Okay, you know, pico de gallo. Don't forget this pico de gallo has to be in everything. And um and that sort of almost cheese. Almost cheese. <laughs> it's cheese ish. Not quite Velveeta. It's not quite cheese. <laughs> but I mean, uh, it is. I, I also want to repeat: it is unfair to be talking about fast food tacos, because this it is. I am, I am. I am so hungry. I would eat Taco Bell. Have you? Have you? 
have you ever had um so you're talking did you mention Moe's yet i have not Should see I? there's a yeah they're um like if you're gonna go like southwest style see there's the um okay so there's tex-mex and then there's you know like Mexican, and then there's like weird stuff with the French fries in it. But then there's like the Southwest type, you know, and anything that's Southwest grill that usually involves kernels of corn, right? So, mm -hmm. but um, they got it going on. I don't know if you can ever find one. It's actually pretty good um, for a chain store, for a chain restaurant. Because um, uh, any dishes that really stand out. Yeah, they have this, um, I mean, it's it's pretty standard, like, you know, they'll go with the, their rendition of, like, um, you know, like, of carnitas and adobo chicken, but it's, I think it's really just about they what what they throw down on it, you know, as, as uh, okay. like, their vegetable choice, as well as their sauce, also excellent, um, and the fresh guac, which is so rare, where it isn't, all, it isn't turning, it isn't either, like, preserved or has that sort of brownish crust on it um but it's good um i remember that actually driving through the southwest and stopping at that for because it was like um where was a tuba city in uh it was a tuba city gosh it was in uh in uh, the reservation area of, of arizona which is a tough place to try to find food i will tell you but um and it was just outside of the border there, and there was outside of the outside, and there was Moe's, and I was like, I don't know, I heard of Moe's before, but it was really good. Maybe I was just very hungry, but it was <laughs> tasty, because it's one of those few places you get fresh vegetable toppings. It's, you know, but, um, Moe's, man. But it's, but it's very, I think it's pretty close to, I mean, the only thing I would really compare it to would be, I guess, Pollo Loco, Pollo Loco, I guess. Um, Pollo Loco, okay. Um, I would just say that their fried, their like, their selection is better, fresher stuff, you know that sort of thing. But, I mean, as opposed to the other side of the coin where you have, um, you know, Jack in the Box and, and Taco Bell. Jack in the Box, to me, just I only think of Jack in the Box more of, you know, not so much the tacos, but the smell your car has the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that? Oh my goodness! Did you know that Burger King has tacos? I did not. I'm not surprised. Yes. But now it's 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 true. And um, like Jane the Bee, also the slice of cheese, the mysterious triangle. But but I mean, okay, so um, you know, think of the Whopper. Think of this sort of cardboardy texture of. <laughs> you know, of recycle yeah, that recycled cardboard plus you know meat essence into whatever they whatever they are. I it's still a mystery, um, but they do that into the taco meat, and it's uh, yeah, because okay, so there was a Burger King near where I lived, and it was you know a place where you I went when I was you know hoping nobody could see me, and you know they they would try out Burger King was known for all trying out all kinds of you know, various, they, I guess after Apple, I mean, um, McDonald's did the McRib, they figured they're going to, they're going to try to like be edgy. Right. And get they, some they, egg in the morning. And they did this taco. With some beans and it was, in a taco. It, it was grim. It was very grim. And, um, I mean, whenever, 
whenever you see um, a fast food restaurant, like one of the big three, um, like, um, I mean, literally just, uh, you know, Wendy's, Burger King, McDonald's, I guess what I would call that. Um, it's always some sort of abomination. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, just, you have to question, you got to question someone's judgment in there. But yeah, the taco, the taco was, was a, was a brief. And you are one with the taco. Indeed. <laughs> well, thank you ever so much for being on here. I will be sure to check out Moe's. I'm surprised it's not related to any one of the Stooges. And, <laughs> and where can we find you on the interwebs for anyone who wants to hear your ramblings? Do you tweet a lot? I, I am, I am, I am a little known, little known person, but that's changing. That will change. I swear. It will change. <laughs> Look out. Alas, I, I, I am just a poster, so. But, As of uh, now, he's just you a know, poster. I am, you know, careers growers or something. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, cheers. It was uh, good to talk about uh, Mexican and various Mexican-related foodstuffs. And uh, I, will, I, will, I hopefully get to see you again. Of course. We'll return after these messages. Hey, feeling down? Feeling low? Not enough podcasts about movies in your life? Why not try... They must be destroyed on sight! The new Podcast Cure-All. Sure to get you right with the world and on a path to better living. We have exploitation. We have Italian horror. We have zombies. We have slashers. We have crime films. We have spaghetti westerns. We even have sci-fi and sex comedies. So take a dose of... They must be destroyed on sight! As needed, and let the hosts, Lee Russell, Daniel Harper, Paul Romali, and the odd guest host, Cure What Ails Ya. Warning, may cause atrophy, African consumption, black fever, bone shave, chin cough, colic, cramp colic, dropsy of the brain, elephantitis, grocer's itch, jaundice, mania, miasma, mortification, palsy, pox disease, rheumatism, scurvy, St. Anthony's fire, summer complaint, and worm fit in some people. Consult a physician before listening. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Uh, necrophilia. Uh, uh, uh. It's a dead issue, man. Don't, don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this? No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, crude. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. Oh, I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of. Unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17 year olds should be watching this. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything Dude, that kept little history up. doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you you know couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was. How did you watch movie. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. Hey everybody, I'm Corey and I'm Zach. 
and we're the hosts of Podcasting After Dark, a cast dedicated to late-night horror and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, often found on HBO and Cinemax. You know, the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid. You can find us every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher. This is what you want. This is what you get. It's time, let's check our cue, baby. Pair it with a couple brews, baby. We love your movies. We love the bad ones, too. So we watch them all and pass their lessons on to you. Oh, yeah. Everything I learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy. With a one-life plot holes and gratuitous boobies. It's time to get busy with your friend Steven Izzy. At eilfm.podbean.com. Welcome to Who Was She podcast. I'm your host, Tara Jabari. After a decade working in documentaries, marketing, and all things digital media, I found that podcasting is a strong medium to share stories. After years of producing for others, I decided to start my own biographical podcast. Who Was She? will focus on the life of a woman throughout Baha'i history. The first season is about Lydia Zeminoff. Lydia's story explores the subjects of the power of language and faith. Her father invented the universal language Esperanto, and she came from a Jewish family and became a Baha'i. She grew up during World War I and was killed during World War II in a concentration camp, despite heroic efforts to save her life. How can one person's life intersect with so many others, connect across borders, and inspire a biography which inspired this podcast? Over the next few weeks, I will share her story with you and the lives that were most affected by her and those who affected her life as well. They include her father, Ludwig Semenov, her spiritual mother, American journalist Martha Root, and the Baha'i German soldier Fritz Mako, who worked for the resistance undercover while having to serve the Nazi party. I want to thank the author, Wendy Heller, and George Ronald Publishing for their blessing to let me use Heller's biography, Lydia, The Life of Lydia Zeminoff, Daughter of Esperanto, as a main and instrumental resource for this podcast. So please subscribe and learn about this amazing woman who traveled through three continents in an effort to bring unity through the power of language. You can also find more information on our Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest at Who Was She Podcast. Music was composed and performed by Sam Red. I am your host, Tara Jabari. Join us next time as we begin our journey about Lydia Zeminoff. Are you sick of the same old stale podcasts? Well, then join Vanessa and Darren as they dissect movies of all kinds. 
the two lifelong cinema lovers bring their favorites, curiosities, and first-time watches to the operating table and inject them with a healthy dose of snark. Then there's the waiting room, where they examine books and short stories. So just look for them on Apple Podcasts and where fine podcasts are available. They're part of the Legion Podcast Network. Follow them on Twitter at VD Clinic Pod. Join them on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash VD Clinic Pod. Or email them at vdclinicpod at gmail.com. They're ready to cure what ails you. <laughs> and still, they just might be a little contagious. Hi there. It's Heather from the Watching Netflix Without You podcast. Did you know that there are over 1,200 Netflix original feature films and documentaries? And that number is only growing. So I've made it my mission to watch as many as I possibly can. Then, with a delightful guest or guests, disclaimer, more often than not my brother Ryan, we spend an episode rating, reviewing, and discussing a film at length. The first half of every episode is spoiler-free for those who haven't seen it yet, and in the second half, after a very clear spoiler warning, we dive into it. And that's really about it. You can listen to Watching Netflix Without You on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. We now continue with our program. Follow us on the web on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The podcast is available on Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Apple, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Feel free to review our show and leave comments on any of those sites. Thanks a million for listening. It's a jacked up.